Three Cups Collective. On today's episode, we chat with Melania from Almond Brook Crafts. We recorded this episode back in February before the stay-at-home orders were placed in Texas, so life was definitely different back then. However, the conversation we had on mental health and creativity is more relevant now. We hope you are all staying safe and in good health. Drop us a comment over on Facebook, let us know how you're doing, and show us any projects that you've been working on. Oh my God, that's perfect. This is a good coffee. I like that coffee. Mm-hmm. Dave, what are we drinking today? What is this? This is counterculture coffee, um, and I chose it because it is one of the few coffees you can find in the grocery store that has a roast date, so you can make sure you're getting fresh coffee, because most of the time you're getting a bag of coffee at the grocery store, and it's like months, months, sometimes even like a year old. Uh, um, uh. So one of the things about this is it has a roast date right on there. It tells you the makeup of like um, what kind of beans are in there, what kind of regions that they're from. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it like right here on the back, it says 20, I mean, 75% Nuevo Amanecer Colombian, and then 15% Habanto, and 10% of, looks like it's a Kenyan blend. So if you're not dealing with single origin coffee yeah. blends, like this is what you want to see. Like you want to see where your coffee's from, where you're getting those flavors from, and you want to know when it's roasted. Uh, this is making sure you're getting like good product. This is making sure it's fresh and tasty, not stale. Um, so that's, I tried it before. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't able to find it again until just recently. Counterculture, this is hologram. It has fruity, milk chocolate, and syrupy notes. I'm assuming this is like a medium blend. Medium roast? Medium roast. I have no clue. It doesn't say. I'm not sure it says, yeah. Um, but there, it looks like this was roasted out of their Emeryville, California uh, location. And it's kosher. Have you ever seen a kosher coffee? Mm. Isn't all coffee kosher? I don't know. I mean, it it doesn't have to be like blessed or anything. I think that's... Um, it just has to be inspected. Like the manufacturing process right. has to be inspected, but it's not like holy water. It doesn't have to like be blessed by the Pope. Uh, a rabbi doesn't bless kosher products. Holy coffee sounds amazing. Holy yeah. coffee. Holy coffee. Gotta find one. That'd be great. If name. you make holy coffee, let us know. <laughs> so, so it looks like they have. Yeah, I'll drink it. <laughs> so it looks like they have a facility in Emeryville as well as Durham, North Carolina. Um, but yeah, this is really good. Do you I, like it? I like fruity coffees. I like the florals. Um, this is spot on. I mean, the description it gives you is what yes, you were exactly drinking. Yes, exactly what you taste, which is why I did not like it at all. And part of the reason for that is because it is so fresh. This was roasted less than a month ago, and you're going to lose more and more of those flavors the longer you wait to brew and enjoy your coffee. Yeah, so I'd want this from like a year from now. <laughs> to me, it reminds me of Valentine's Day because it's got oh, really? like the chocolate-covered... Mm. cherry type ah. vibe to it. Mm. Yeah, I did not like it. It was that tangy, fruity sweetness. Like, yeah. So you prefer good. like dark chocolate I liked it at coffee. first when I had it. Uh, the first sip, I was like, okay, super strong, but tangy. And then the more I kept drinking it, and then I'd put milk, I'd put sugar. Like I was trying to like Yeah, those notes come out down, even harder and then when it you came, add the yes, it like so, amplified it. Yeah, so I drank it I drank it straight and then you pass on your cup to me. <laughs> I drank it and yeah, it's even more enhanced. If you, you put you sugar sure. in it, yeah, it, then it makes it even way more so. I think it's good. I, I feel like this coffee's made for the black coffee drinker anyway. So, mm. I, I don't I don't fault them for that at all. <laughs> hey, one cool thing, just, just so you guys know, I'm just reading the back of the back of the bag, but um, it says in addition to sourcing and roasting, Counterculture also operates training centers across the country. These training centers are hubs that foster coffee education, exploration, and enthusiasm. Where is the nearest training center? So it looks like what are they training so uh, counterculturecoffee.com and it looks like they have their roastery in the Bay Area and then in Durham, North Carolina, which is their headquarters. But they also list Chicago, New York, Boston, Asheville, North Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Los Angeles, Dallas is the closest one to us, mm. Miami, Seattle, Atlanta, and D.C. Wow. Field trip. Field trip. <laughs> I know. Okay. Next time yeah. we're in Dallas. Super cool. Um, yeah, don't, don't know much more about them, but I mean, this coffee is legit for sure. I like it a lot. There you go. 
Uh, I would be interested to try a different blend. I know there was a couple more. So yes, I'll... there was four. I found them in HEB. HEB's Coffee Isle, we talked about this, is just on fire right now. HEB is killing it in they the have, coffee game. They had that Copper Cow coffee Cop- that yeah, we tried. Copper Cow. They had the four different, the eight different kinds. They had the they had just like the coffee. Normal. We actually got the lavender latte. We go to HEB solely for the coffee selection. Like, he'll just walk in because it's I legit. want just I mean, coffee. They have, even, you know? even here by the house, I mean, they have just lots of good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. not just your typical brands, but... They're, they have a yeah, lot Kroger of Yeah, Kroger needs to pick it up in the coffee aisle. Yeah, for sure. Because that's but, where I shop. And, and one thing Kroger will do is if I, if I give them a product, they'll start they, ordering it. They do. They do. So maybe. Hmm. They've talking. done that for us before. They, maybe they can yeah. tailor we make the coffee this. aisle to <laughs> my liking. It. I prefer less human interaction with my grocer. <laughs> I want to just be able to see the You're thing. You're a self-checkouter? I don't want to call anyone and be like, hey, can you start carrying? No, yeah, you tell the cashier and they'll... Yeah. I'm just like yeah. They give you a little slip of paper, and you you write down what it is. Oh yeah, that's then, too much work. Yeah. <laughs> Very no, draw attention to yourself. I, yeah. Yeah, I purposely went to the checkout today to like check out with the person. That's Even awful. though you had two things. Oh, two, yeah, two things. I mean, it was a, it was a less than fifteen items. There was only one person in front of me, and I walk in and I did it. Why? Why do you think you like that? Because you can smile to, at a person. Did yeah, you? I want to say hello. That's gross. <laughs> that is gross. I'm with you. Man. Are you the sole extrovert? I'm the sole extrovert on the podcast today, I think. Wow. Is I feel like that? David is kind of an extrovert when he has to be when or he when he wants, wants to be. be. When he wants, wants to be. Yeah. That is. Like he, he does crazy things and I'm like, I can't believe you did that. But as he's like, Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta blah blah blah. You know, he's like hyped about something. <laughs> I'm gonna have a purpose yeah, yeah. to talk to people. Yeah. To talk to people. Yeah, it's very rare that I find that purpose. <laughs> Hi, Melania. Hello. How's it going? It's good to be here. I've met you only once before, and it was when Esther was asleep in the fiber shed. What is it? Sleep. <laughs> oh, yes, asleep. I was. Oh, that, that was when nobody came back there, and the lights day. would turn off, and it was raining outside. That was and the I perfect was like, day. We could just nap and I put my head down and then Dave walks in ruined my nap it was very unprofessional I know but nobody was there <laughs> <laughs> so Melania tell us um just a little bit about yourself introduce yourself uh I am the artist behind Almondbrook Crafts it's a woodworking business so you do wood turning but you also do like carving like do you carve stuff out of wood as well yeah so okay. I do some carving and I do some stuff with like scroll saws how did you come up with the name Almondbrook Crafts it's my street name oh that's awesome <laughs> that's so good yeah that's really cool what happens if you move? Then I'll be like Park Avenue Yarns. Right? And just keep the name? <laughs> and not be on Park Avenue. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking too. That makes sense. I was thinking about that the other day. You did the coasters for them, right? Park Avenue? I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you also do coasters for Rosewater? I did no? those too. Yeah. Yeah. You did the mudlers for Rosewater too. And the uh, flight boards. Yeah. That's cool. Pasha's the man, man. That's, that's awesome. That's the owner. Kelsey Posh. likes going there. Pasha. Oh, I was Pasha. like, that's a cool name. He was that's my not fair. <laughs> first and best customer. Oh, that's so cool. What's new? Well, um... New phone stuffs? New phone games or anything time-wasting? Time I am not playing anything new, I don't think. Hmm. Oh, Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> I downloaded Plants vs. Zombies. It's on such my phone. an old game. It is, and I love it. I loved playing it on my computer, and the gameplay is exactly the same on the phone. They didn't change anything about it, and that's exactly why I like it. And uh, I don't know. I'm like old school on the the new phone. So yes, I'm a Plants vs. Zombies kind of gal. I used to be a Plants vs. Zombies kind of gal. And then it was apparent I could not handle it. Why? I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything. I would just play my play games. play the game. So I had to down I had to uh, delete all my games. But I knew you were gonna ask, so I downloaded a game. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my just husband's dismay. For us. <laughs> but it's called I Love Hugh and it's like this color 
It's this like color sorting game. So like here, I'll show you. So you put them in order of yeah. So color sorting. It's real. It's beautiful. So oh, like that's that what is it's, beautiful. And okay. Then it mixes it up. Oh, that's cool. And you have to like put them put back. Put it back. <gasps> So. Okay, I'm gonna totally it's really, <laughs> It's so hard. I'm it's sure it's really hard because hard. you have like just like small variances of color, yeah. and you're just like, I don't know which. It's not good if you're but colorblind, it, right? No, that would be. Yeah, a shame. I would not like that game. No. I feel like that's a little bit like alphabetizing for fun. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like doing. That. <laughs> Which also sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like, I can sort some books for you. If you like, yeah, my perfect date would be alphabetizing. <laughs> But yeah. it's hard, so you can't just like mindlessly do it. Like, I found myself in Plants vs. Zombies or like Candy Crush. You know, you just swipe and swipe and swipe, and so you can kind of mindlessly do it. But this is hard. That so. sounds hard. Yeah, it's concentrated. Hard. Uh, I'm well, you're trying to download it right now. <laughs> I mean, how long does it take you to complete a level? Well, I don't want to brag. <laughs> I'm up to disciple. I'm well. I'm up to disciple level. Disciple. Yeah. So I mean. So what like, are the levels like? Where do that you sounds start extreme. Out? Disciple sounds extreme. Yeah. Like there was beginner, and then there was apprentice, and now I'm at disciple. So you drank the Kool Aid. Like like Apparently, because you've now reached I'm a, a religious level of <laughs> I <love> color you. <laughs> sorting. Wow. That... And wait, how long have you had it? Uh, when did you send me the questions? Wednesday. So since Wednesday. <laughs> this is why you don't have any games on your phone. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah, thank you. you. I already downloaded it. It's excellent. Oh, You're welcome. Man. So gonna be I've gotta tell bad. Kelsey about yeah. it. She would love that. Yeah. It's uh I love time she wasters. Likes do you do any stuff. so what do you do since you haven't had games on your phone, what do you do. I just check Facebook over and over again and watch my friends do nothing new. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's very disappointing. It's like open Facebook, open Instagram, open Twitter to see what the world is doing. And you're like, Ugh. and then I get off of that really quickly. Yeah, Twitter's pretty scary, y'all. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like it's like bottom of the barrel when it comes to social media, I think. I, I think, think that so. too. Because so. that's what like, I see. I yeah. feel like I, feel I like... love people's like unpopular opinions, so that's why I love Twitter. Like, it's for everyone being like, rah, I hate this. And I, a thousand like, other people, like people being like, just like, they'll just say They put their nastiest, yeah. like, base level Yeah, I love it. Opinions. <laughs> and... w- that's what I want to read. I don't care if you agree with everything else that's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Twitter. And I'll go and, like, check out. Oh, well, but I also don't follow anybody on Twitter. Oh, okay. there's your problem. <laughs> Step like one. I have a Twitter, but I don't follow anyone. Yeah, I follow people. Okay, tell me who to follow. I don't have a Twitter either. Um, you should follow Neil deGrasse Tyson. There you okay. go. He's nice. He's nice. He's nice. He's got nice things to say. He does. It's always like moon science stuff, solar system, science. <laughs> okay, science is your friend. Well, try it. Sam, what have you been? How you been wasting your time lately? Um, Besides cleaning and cooking and <laughs> wait, he's been does taking that care of me. Wasting? No, he's been taking care of me. I threw up my back for about five weeks, so he's been doing double duty because I am That's not. Awful. I've just been. It's been bad. How did you throw out your back? Could you tell the good people of our podcast the story? Like any creative, I was sewing, <laughs> just sewing way too much, sitting. The same position, and then taking my daughter a bath, which is like I guess hazardous over thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the leaning after the sewing, after the marathon of sewing, and then the, the that, and then getting the kids from the school, all the schools, you know, going back to work. So it just I don't know. So it's a workplace, workplace and, and then like yeah. it, it started to get better. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm young. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm just sore, whatever. And then I was looking for some pajamas in her drawer, uh, right? Pajamas. And something went like <laughs> a pop, like a literal pop in my back. And I fell down on the floor. And I was like, oh, oh here's something Sam. happened. <laughs> well, no. I, I wasn't going to call you. And yeah. Eliana came. And she's like, what are you doing, Mom? Why are you a horsey? And I'm like, no, don't. Don't get on me. Don't get on me. <laughs> Go get your dad. And so she, I hear her say, Dad, come here. Mom's on the floor. <laughs> and he's, he didn't. Come so that I was like, <laughs> he didn't listen to her at 
Like, what else is new, kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, whatever, kid, go away. And uh, so I was like, Sam, <laughs> I did something. As a general so, warning, if you're the only one t- saying to yourself that you're young, you're probably not. I'm young. <laughs> yeah, if you have to tell I'm yourself, young. I'm young, then yes. Yes, that's probably true. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. So, yeah, now I'm not young, <clears throat> and I have a back brace that I wear to <laughs> clean and be around the children. So that's be around it. the children. That's so awful. I'm sorry. Because you just, like, automatically bend down right. to get something without thinking yeah. or pick the kid up, whatever, put her in her car seat. So, yeah. So now I have to be one of those people. It's hard getting old. It is. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I mean... <laughs> I want to be old, but I want to be like healthy and old. So I'm trying to take care of it. But I got to cook this week and did light cooking. Yeah, it was more normal this week yeah. than previous four weeks. But, uh, I mean, as far as time wasting, when it comes to myself, I, I, uh, so I did re-download Facebook and Instagram. Oh. So how long did it last without it? Um... A week? <laughs> no, no, since the beginning of the year. So I, I, I redownloaded oh, them. Yeah. I redownloaded them last, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. okay so about so a month. month. Yeah. So about a month. Um, but I was, I kind of got my hand forced to download, especially Facebook, because I started a men's small group here at the um, house on Tuesday, and it was the only way for me to. Like communicate in that yeah, way. Yeah, without because, having to text everyone yeah, constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't do group texts. Those are terrible. Yeah. So I can, you know, Facebook kind of forced my hand, like to do it. Man. But um. We need Facebook. Well, I mean, all the contacts are there, right? I so it's know, just right? That's there. terrible. But I, uh, <laughs> one like time waster that I did download is, um, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm gonna be judged. Um, you are. You will. Go yeah. ahead. But I, I downloaded TED Talks, so they have their own app, and yeah. so it's I just. Can't sort of, judge you for TED Talks. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's like a game or anything. Like everyone's kind of looking at me, like you know, like. Thanks for making us look bad. Yeah. There are some really good TED Talks out there. Though. Yeah. Over here, killing zombies with plants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, and I'm like learning and being intelligent and stuff. So yeah, I just uh, I, I like TED Talks. And so did you find any good TED Talks? So I did. Oh gosh, don't tell us about the whole thing though. No, uh, yes, tell us about the whole thing, please. <laughs> That's no. exactly why I asked. No, um, he comes home and he's like, I heard this thing. And then 20 minutes later, come on, he Sam, does highlights. the TED Talk. Give yes. us the, uh, the headlines. So, no, I, I won't give you the What's headlines. What's your favorite? Um, but I did, lessons to, I did listen to Four Lessons in Creativity, Creativity by Julie Bursting. So that one's really good. But I think my favorite, and that's one I listened to last week. Um, there's a couple of the ones that I have on my list that I'm trying to listen to. Amy Tan has one that I'm looking to hear, but this is all, these are all on creativity. So where does creativity hide? Um, you, you guys remember Isaac Mizrahi? Yeah. The, the fashion designer. So mm-hmm. he's got one on fashion and creativity. Um, and then Sir Ken Robinson has one on do school, do schools kill creativity? So I'm trying to like listen to specifically ones on creativity just to kind of have some different perspectives on things. But I think my all time favorite pod, um, favorite TED talk is by uh, Billy Graham. He actually has a TED talk that he did like back oh. in the early 90s about um, how how technology is influencing society and what that look. It's really great. Is it like prophetic at all? Um, no, I don't think it's very he, prophetic. Is he but... like saying like, "Oh, it's gonna be this and that"? No, no, no. Oh, and it's and it's know. not a. And it's very not, encouraging. Super encouraging. Right? It's not preachy like at all. Like he's just talking and sharing his just views and what he sees, and it's uh, it's it's one of those moments where you're like, okay, Billy Graham's not behind a pulpit, and he's just like talking, interacting with people, and it's just a good, it's just a good video. I like it a lot. I think I've only seen one TED Talk in my life. And I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I feel like you're going to ask me, but I don't remember what it was. And I think between, so but there's that one that I really one. like. And then I think my next favorite one, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he's he's a guy that um, was emailing back and forth with the guy from like Africa wanting to send him money. 
and he like has this like, like, a like scammer? Oh, email yeah, string. I saw that one. Yeah, it's hilarious. hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So what's new on the creative front? Anyone doing anything new creatively? Anything <laughs> constantly? <Yeah. laughs> you you've had a little bit of a break kind of I've forced had into a that. very yes, a very bad uh, I can after after finishing that sewing project, that was the beginning of the year, so it was like mid January. So it's been about a month, and I haven't done anything. Well, I'm... you are actively knitting, right? Well, now. okay, yes, yeah, but I'm just doing like really simple stuff, just trying to. It's still creative work. You just yeah. take it for granted. That's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. But I am. I I've been making lists and plans and preparing what I want to buy to make the other things. So I'm. I have a craft show coming up the toward the end of March. Probably I have about a month, and so I'm like. Okay, I might be able not be able to actively be working on it, but I'm making the list, I'm planning, I'm, you know, doing all the when I feel better, I'm gonna do all these things. <laughs> so so maybe in a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. Dave, anything? Uh, I've been reading more and I'm trying to make bread, sourdough bread. So that I brought Esther some starter that I had left mm-hmm. over. Uh, that took a week to sort of feed and grow the little bacteria and stuff. That so you have another pet in the house. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have a dog. I wasn't able to put my loaves in the oven this morning, though, because they're not done proving. Because I did it in the fridge, so it takes like 24 hours. So I'm going to bake some tonight. Ah, sounds delicious. I hope so. Midnight sourdough. <laughs> I have not tasted it. I've been working for a week, and I have not tasted anything. So oh, hopefully it's good. Yeah. Bread baking is yeah, intense. Yeah, it takes forever. Yeah. It's labor intensive. Yeah, I don't have... I, I tried the whole bread thing before, and I just I don't have the patience. I'm giving it a shot. I like cooking. I really enjoy bread as well. Because it's, <laughs> so, it's scientific. It's very scientific. It's very I precise. think so, yeah. I've used my scale more. I was going to say, you get to use your scale. Because I usually use it once a day with the coffee, but now I've been using it like three times <laughs> <Yeah>. a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. How about yeah, you? That's it. I'm still reading, and um, so I've, I think I'm halfway through, which I'm a slow reader. You guys know this. Um, halfway through, the Lost Causes of Blue Creek. So, I'm, is that it's, good? It's good. It's good. Um, do you follow Rhett and Link? Do you know who Rhett and Link is, Melania? I do not. Okay. Good mythical uh, morning. Say what? Yeah, Good Mythical Morning. They have a show <laughs> called Good Mythical Morning on YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, so they released a book last year and it's just kind of uh it's kind of like a like a i guess a pair is it a parody i guess I would just it's like based it. off their own childhoods together um but then they turned it into like a mystery or something it's just kind of them as like pre-teens and uh, just having having adventures and filming movies and it's kind of getting into trouble and it's just it's just a fun book so far about their little town where they That's grew neat. up um so done with that and i think after I'm done reading that, I think I'm going to get into something maybe a little more serious, a little more serious, a little more meatier. So we'll, uh, we'll go there. But, um, no, just like musically, I think I've just been in a bit of a, in a bit of a rut. So Melania, you, you, in your, um, in your creative pursuits, um, have you, have you done anything new here lately? What's been your creative process like as of recent? Yeah, this year I've been kind of in a rut also. I am working on a dollhouse for my daughter, That's very, cool. very slowly. How big? Like a small one or like a... So it's really cool. I um, I got the idea from the website, A Beautiful Mess, mm-hmm. and it's this fold-away dollhouse, and it opens up like a book. Yeah. So it's flat, mm-hmm. and then you can open it up, and it has two rooms, and um, yeah, it's really cute. It's That's awesome. That's cool. That sounds really complicated. Well, it's it's really not, but um, like what's the hinge mechanism? It's like, a hinge. So you have like a like a like a door hinge. Okay. Um. So yeah, it, it, it's three pieces of wood, and they open up like a book, and you've got a the front of the house and the back of the house, and then the interior rooms, and um. Yeah, I don't know. It's taking me so long. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not like you have a deadline, right? I don't have a deadline. Except that your daughter's saying. <laughs> My daughter keeps asking about her dollhouse, which is a little heartbreaking because she doesn't know what a dollhouse is. <laughs> Are you trying to do like, like a birthday present for her or something? Or uh, Well, I could say that and her birthday's in November. So I <laughs> there, you go, there you go. There you go. You're ahead of schedule. Yeah, way ahead of schedule. So tell us about Almond Brook Crafts. How did you get started um, working with wood and doing the wood turning and basically turning into your business? Well, my dad taught me how to turn back when I was in high school. It was kind of a way for us to bond um, because he would be working in the basement and I would go and sit by him and eventually sitting by him led to him teaching me and then... um, Did he do it as a hobby or as a business? He did it as a hobby. Okay, Yeah. so yeah, he taught me how to do it, and then, like, what, two decades later, I picked it back up myself, and um, Almondbrook Brook Crafts got started because I was at a bar, the neighborhood bar, Rosewater in Clear Lake, and I noticed that they had these janky, just like, the kind of muddler you could get at, like, Walmart, Target, you know, like, I'm sure it was... I'm sure it was nicer than that, but it was very, it was very simple shaped. And so I asked the owner, um, if he'd be interested and he's very into supporting his community around him. And, um, so he said yes, which was very nice of him. And a week later I brought in some examples and he picked out the designs he liked. And, uh, yeah, I went from there. He was my first customer and He's been my best customer. Um, so, yeah, that's, cool. that's how I got started. So what made you pick it back up again? Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm losing my mind. So it was kind of uh, an outlet mm-hmm. for um, doing something creative and something that uses my mind. You know, like as a mom... You get used to using your mind in this very, like, predictable pattern, you know, like yeah. solving household problems and kid problems, and uh, it can get a little, uh, a little monotonous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this was a creative way to use my mind, and um, my dad had given me his little lathe, and um, that's what you do with turning on. And... Uh, yeah, so I had it, and I had a way to use my brain, and felt really good, so kept going. So I think I remember um, you sharing about how wood turning really helped save you, though, like mental health-wise, that it just sort of like helped you focus on something other than what was happening inside your own mind. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so... I have bipolar 2 disorder, which is, um, I don't know if it's disorder, but um, basically I have periods of depression and then I have periods of hypomania, which is like everything's euphoric and amazing and I have so much energy and it's really, it's perfect. (laughs) That part's perfect, but the depression is the part that's really debilitating. But um, when periods start to get bad, Uh, sometimes I can kind of save myself by focusing back in on my creative side and like really hyper-focusing my energy into making something. So, okay, so do you create more or do you feel more creative when you're in a lower state or when you're in your euphoric state? Because like for me, if I'm feeling bad or if I'm going through something and I've got like, you know, bad times or whatever, I can't create. Like, I, I have mm. nothing. Nothing comes to my mind. I don't want to do it. I don't, I, I'll look at my craft room and be like, I don't, I got nothing. I don't, you know, and yeah. it just, it makes me upset. And it just kind of, like, furthers my, <laughs> like, makes me deeper because I don't know. But then when I'm, things are good and, and I'm back up, you know, and my, my anxieties or whatever are taken care of and, then I then I'm like oh yeah and I start to like see stuff mm-hmm. that I haven't just I I almost feel like I don't see things like creatively uh, when I'm in like a very down state and so 
then when I'm up, then I'm like, oh, look, look at that. That's cute. That's nice. You know, I could do something with that or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you do you feel the opposite? No, no. Okay. During my hypomanic periods, I create like crazy, like crazy. Um, literally like crazy. Um, <laughs> that is not where <laughs> we did not mean no pun intended <laughs> pun, pun, pun intended. intended okay okay yeah um when i'm depressed i do more planning and um sketching and trying to like think of things to do when i am happy again um and of course depression isn't just like happy versus sad right but like able to function yes, again get there right because yeah. you don't even want to like just be in that space well and again like as a stay-at-home mom like I have to prioritize where the limited energy I have goes like I have to take care of my children yeah like that's not an optional thing but like exercise and creativity and seeing friends those are the first things to go. go down yeah yeah so you're creative, right? Like you would con- you would call yourself a creative. Right? Yes. Uh, how has that helped you and how has it harmed you like being a creative with bipolar 2? So I think it's helped in that it gives me something to focus on. It gives me an outlet for some of my emotions while they're still kind of able to be contained and controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, it's another thing to lose, you know? So, um, it's a piece of yourself that you lose. And so that's harmful because it's like losing another piece of yourself. And so that's upsetting. And, um, cause you can't, you feel like since you're not going to be able to do it or you don't feel like you want to do it, then you're just upset even more. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like losing a personality trait, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, a part of yourself is no longer accessible, and that's upsetting. Right. You know, it's, it's like how you, you can't talk to your friends anymore, and like, that's isolating and terrible, and um, it's a loss of community, mm-hmm. and losing creativity is kind of like that also, like, you're losing a part of yourself, and... Um, you're losing a community, basically, you know, like... Yeah, and everything that goes with it. So, right. So since you're not being creative, then you're not doing shows or you're not meeting... Like, we met at a craft show. Right. At your first craft show. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're craft show buddies, you know? We were like, oh, are you doing this one? Are you doing that one? <laughs> okay, well, let's meet. And we try to get uh, there super early so that we could set up our tents next to each other. And that way we could complain about everything together. <laughs> and like the wind and like help each other out, you know, or be like, what are people saying to you? You know, are people being mean or watch my booth? I got to go to the bathroom. You know, so we we definitely were able to create a friendship from being creative. Yeah. Um, together. So I think I can understand what you're talking about. Because if you don't, if you miss that one step, then you're, that also affects all, everything else. Right, yeah. right. And like, I have a group of women that I communicate with. Um, it's the women in turning group. And um, when I'm depressed, and when I am not turning, I, I lose access to that group too. Not, you know, like, obviously, I still have access to right, them, right, but right. I'm not participating and so like it's an painful yeah. to to just passively watch that happen too because I'm not in it. Right. That's like social media. Like I when I when you get on it and you're not doing anything and then everybody else is doing stuff. Right. I mean makes social, it even worse. Yes. It just yeah. makes it worse, right? I mean Yeah, so social media start like hate liking things. Yes. Social yes, media because is you like, have to like it because yeah, you like, appreciate their yeah. work. And you appreciate what they have done, but you hate it because... That's beautiful, damn it. Yeah, you're like just angry at it. You're very angry at their ability to create at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you were saying on how you you lose access to like a part of you. Like, Mm -hmm. because you identify like with your creative pursuit. So like when I can't, when I get stuck on like a video, I'm like, I should know how to do this. Like, this is what I do. So the fact that I can't like do this right now i feel like who am i like i never thought about it that way Mm. but that that is what happened i'm like i struggle with 
the rest of my day because I can't get through this block. Well, and it's another moment of self-worth, you know, like, this is who I am. And now I'm not this thing anymore. So what's my purpose? And what's oh, my man, work? That's been that's been so me the past five weeks. Cause yeah. I'm like, yeah. if I can't take care of my kids, what am I doing here? Like, what am I? And I have definitely just been so like down on myself. And he's like, it's temporary. It's temporary. Like, yeah. you're gonna get better because you're gonna rest and you're not gonna do this so that you can like go full force, you know, and right. and and you know, be your best like later. And that's hard. It is hard. Like, oh, what am I supposed well, to do and like? especially with depression, because your brain is telling yourself that this is not temporary. That this it's is a, this is how it is now, and so it's another mean little way depression sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's telling you that this is this is how it is. This is the state now. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever, um, I guess, find yourself in in the place in? And I think I can. At least for myself, like if I've had if I've had a hard day at work, right? Probably one of the first things I do after I say hi to all the hi to kids, hi to Esther, is I is I run straight for the piano, right? And mm-hmm. I just have to like play, and so like a I, reset sequence. It's almost like a reset, or like or like I know there's there's red flags, right, that come up. Yeah. And so I guess I'm I'm wondering if for yourself is you know during during those times of the depressive state, do you see? these flags that say, or, or opportunities to say, okay, there's, I, I can see, I can see a pathway out of this to the, to the creative side again. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, because woodworking is not the kind of thing that you can just run out and quickly right. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it requires more like saying to my husband, okay, this weekend, you're not going to see me. I'm going to be in the shop all weekend. Um, but yeah, like you can, I, when I'm paying attention, when I'm aware of myself, I can see it coming and I can say, okay, I need to cling a little more to the things that make me me. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely helpful. Yeah. I think the that's, things that make me me. I really like that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really going to be and using I, that think, phrase for myself. <laughs> I think that's, that's been a little bit, um, and I, I addressed it in the podcast, <clears throat> the last one that we did that we just put out at the beginning of the month. And then previously about, me wanting to do the things that that make me closer to um, who like who I am. Yeah. And it's you know going back to reading part of this part of doing this podcast. You know, like I mentioned to you before we started the show, is is doing it because it reminded me of someone that I really liked, which right. was me several years ago. <laughs> and so I think it's is recognizing those things of okay, that's that's who I am, and I want to get back to the things that make me who I am, and not not so much the things that I think that. Um, that people expect of me or, or required of me in different situations. Mm-hmm. How do you create reminders though? When, when your mind is telling you this is how it is, you'll never be able to go back to it. How do you create reminders that like, do you put things around the house or do you just like, do you journal or what, what do you do to like remind yourself? Like, no, I'm going to come out of this. It's going to be there when I, when I come out of this and I'm going to be, you know, just as creative, if not more you know, how do you, what do you do? Therapy, baby. Therapy. <laughs> go, guys. Go. Oh. Run. <laughs> I um, I have, obviously, pieces of my work around the house, um, which is always a good visual reminder. Right. Um, Facebook it sounds stupid, but the Facebook memories are really important because I can look back and I can say, okay, a year ago, everything was fine. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it will be fine again. Um, but yeah, yeah, therapy, man. I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great that you have pieces in your home mm-hmm. that remind you. And I'm sure they bring up a a visual of you working on that or, you know, you, you made that for a reason or emotion that you had. And I, I think that's really great about putting things up. We, Esther and I... Um, we talk about how we don't have we don't have pictures of ourselves like around yeah, we don't the have, house. Like, family like we don't have like, pictures family of our own pictures. kids up because I'm like they live here. I know what they look like. Yeah. I, I don't get it. <laughs> but, but but I like the, the going back to like it ties into like that Facebook memory, right? Or mm. the memory of you making that. It it's it sparks something. Yeah. You know, it begins to bring something. Yeah. So you want a picture of the kids up? 
I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe I should watch so we can, we'll, Maybe I should we'll record them. Remember the kids. Yeah, so we're going to remember them. They're always here. No, They're always maybe, in my face. I cannot like maybe, forget may, them. Maybe I should record myself. Maybe I should jam out to my own music, you know, and just be like, hey, yeah, I remember that. That was good. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, we have already noticed that you are self-inspiring, so that's, there that's you a go. strategy yeah, you that works. Yourself. If you hear an old podcast and start a podcast, maybe I should. Yeah, maybe I should just continue. To hey, that's pretty myself. good, though. Good. I mean, to be self-inspiring is good. Yeah, I think because internal cycle. Yeah, because yeah. you're saying I did that once, I can do that again. But mm-hmm. that that also means that you can essentially screw up the process, and, and that's something I've done. Well, like, if that if the music that I like is only what I play, when I stop listening to myself, I stop playing, right? So that's what I'm saying. You should So when you get to. stuck, you can essentially just spiral and not ever create again. No. Unless you have other paths of pursuit. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, you shouldn't be your only source of yeah. inspiration. I that's what I'm trying listen, to say. I that's only a, listen to myself. Yeah, don't so, listen to yourself solely. Don't. In good times or bad times. Don't strive don't for that. But if it's something you've already, like, nailed, like, just yeah, keep for sure. Keep going after that, for sure. Awesome. Is there is there anything um, outside of, like, wood turning that you do from a creative standpoint? Um, I really like watercoloring. I've gotten into that lately and i and you've like painting on the bowls that you make. yeah so that's really cool i love that yeah. that you do both of those that. together oh they're, yes they're oh my cool. gosh she I'm said sure. humbly <laughs> <laughs> no they are they are yes um yeah i do like i paint the the yarn bowls um i paint the insides of those and like the big salad serving bowls that i do i sometimes paint the insides of those and that's that's a good thing to do because that's something I can do inside the house. Um, you know, woodworking is such a like out in the shop type thing, and it's yeah, with big, no kids running around, <laughs> no kids running around, and like you're gonna get sawdusty, so it's a time commitment because you have to shower afterwards. Yeah. But like when I can do something um, like paint inside the house, it allows me to keep working even when I don't have that whole big time commitment. Um, but yeah, so painting and um, I do hand lettering, but I cheat. Like it's not, it's not legit. I don't know. I see that. That's pretty legit. It's not legit. I like it. <laughs> What's well, like a like not calligraphy, but it, hand lettering is. Yeah, you yeah, know, like where you make the two lines. Exactly. Then, yes, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that. my my therapist, I bet, can tell when I'm at a very bad point because I'll start sending her like hand lettered cards to the office with like bleak ass quotes <laughs> so i like that you that you do have like smaller tasks mm-hmm. though that you can it's like taking small chunks of creativity versus like this big chunk of creativity right you know and like that way you still kind of you are you keep doing a foot something. in the game yes yeah. yeah you are doing something um yeah, I mean, I kept my kids alive. You know, that's exactly like, step one. <laughs> keep my foot in the game. <laughs> kids are all alive in there. I picked them up from school. There you go. You know, yeah, sometimes that's all you could do, and yeah. that's okay. You know, yeah. like we made it another day. That's good. So, I have another question that's kind of like just kind of switching gears just for a bit. But I guess I'm curious to know, like, on your process, right? So, when you find like a piece of wood, mm-hmm. like, do you look at it and say, okay, this is going to be like a vase? Like, or do you, or do you just like put it into the lathe and let it, like you start working on it and let it see what it becomes or like, how does, like, how does that work? So you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, then you're not making art. You're just ending up with something. I like that. You have to have a purpose. You have to know what you're going to do. And then like there's create. There's creativity within that, you know, and there's room to move. But otherwise, you're just, you know, ending up with something. But you probably um, end up with like a stick, right? Right. Like, you I know, this piece like, of wood. I made shape. It's a walking, yeah. it's a walking <laughs> stick. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that I do make um, are these vases that I make out of branches that come down after storms, yes. which is beautiful and poetic, too. Yes. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, so I'll find these I'll find these down branches and I'll chop off a chunk of it and I'll put it on the lathe and um like nature is beautiful. So it's really easy to take whatever is already naturally there and say, Okay, this shape seems to accentuate that or um 
this is a feature I don't want to lose. Like sometimes there's living moss on it. And so like, I'll try really hard to like keep the bark on so that the moss stays on. And um, yeah, we have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Thank cool. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really like it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, nature is beautiful. So just follow what they did already. So, you, so it sounds like you reclaim some wood. Well, how else do you like procure the wood that you're going to use? So a lot of my wood comes from Indiana, which is where my parents live. Um, my dad has access to this family-owned sawmill. Oh, and he gets cool. the um, processed wood from there. And then he and his shop breaks it down so that it fits in boxes and ships it down to me. So it's... Which that's is awesome. hilarious, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah just sending you trees. <laughs> the um, the trees UPS guy doesn't love us. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's heavy. He gets to wear his back brace. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, he stopped me and said, what happened to all the diaper boxes? Those were light. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's awesome. So you have, like, your own secret, like... You yeah, you've got a source. You got a that's guy. awesome. Frick Lumber in Indiana. They are. That's awesome. They are the bomb. That's nice. cool. Mm-hmm. So and we'll cool. put up a link to uh, Melania's shop, and we'll put some pictures of your stuff because I love it. We'll show some of your examples oh, and stuff thanks. on the on the post for this for sure because everybody just needs to see. It's beautiful stuff. What we're talking about because yeah. you're hearing it. I know you're hearing it. You can't picture it, so you just need to go to our Facebook page, Three Cups Collective, and look at the pictures uh, after you hear this. So. Yeah, you, I, I know you've done some of the, um, like, the shaving kits. Yeah. And it, it's so beautiful that it's made me even think about wanting to shave. But <laughs> just so you could use that? Just so I yes. could use it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I was just like, it just, it looks so cool. You do such beautiful work. Thanks. You really do. It's awesome. I even like the the tops that you make. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Those are so I like sweet. the tops. Mm-hmm. So sweet. So, like, the difference between, like, practical and like beautiful like that was one of the questions i had for you like do you like always try to strike that balance is there anything that you create just to be like this is beautiful and that's why i made it or does it have to have a use so far for me everything's had a use i am not confident enough in myself to just create something for art's sake Mm -hmm. I like to have a functionality behind it, and I like it to be beautiful. I like art to become part of your everyday. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I am not to the point. Like the people that I follow, the artists that I follow, are creating just like gorgeous art for art's sake. Like sculptures, like sculptures mm-hmm. um, that are just you know they're just for art's sake. They're not a vase that she would actually use. Right. Um, but no, I'm not there yet. Is that something you want to do eventually? or? I'd love to get to the point where I'm not creating to fulfill a purpose other than creating. Mm-hmm. Have you tried? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't ask me that question. <laughs> have you ever knit something just for art's sake? I have. Well, you know what? When I was first starting out, I, I have knit plenty of things that turned out very crappily. Just because I was like, let's see what happens. Uh-huh. But then, I, but with yarn, I can just undo it and I reuse the yarn. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I don't ever feel like it's like a complete um, fail. Mm-hmm. But I def with other products, I don't make things that are not like practical besides jewelry, mm-hmm. which I'm like, well, you wear it. Jewelry's you know, you change practical. out your earrings. Yeah, you change out your earrings, you know, whatever. There's seasons and you only wear jewelry like mostly like for a year or two and then you kind of, all right, you know, you get a new style. So I, I don't think I've ever made, I'm trying to think if I've like even painted anything like abstract, like just for fun. Mm. But like, I, I, I have a hard time making something yeah. too. That's like, why did I do that? <laughs> What's that for? I mean, if it's beautiful, I guess. I mean, like to me, that speaks to a level of like confidence that, I don't picture myself ever having. <laughs> why is it why is it confidence though? Like, you know, I mean I for me I just feel like it would be like um either skill level or Yeah, you well you're displaying your skills. 
Right. So you have if to you're have creating like something, skill? yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I have I mean, tons I of unearned that. confidence, so it's hard for me to really <laughs> grasp the subject. <laughs> yeah, you're but, like, I have confidence out the wazoo. <laughs> but the way I visualize it is like you're showing like how far you've come. You're showing your skill level. Yeah. Right. And for oh, okay. for that to be appreciated by other people who have no idea like what the craft is, like you obviously have to be like, yeah, this is good. You should think this is good. This is why I you did it. <laughs> like this is good just on its own, like right. for its own sake. Right, this right. is beautiful as well, opposed that's kind to of how I feel about shawls because you really. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> nobody's going Texas, I need a shawl shawls in quick. Texas you know Listen, it's like my sister in Michigan is wearing in Michigan. the <laughs> hell out of your shawl yeah so yeah I think that's practical right I feel like uh, there there is like a shawl pattern that I feel like very proud of I wasn't confident when I started it but you know I'm like I'm gonna try to do this and I had to make two of them you know to like build up okay that's wrong all the math and every, ugh, everything involved you know and I thought, I'm never doing another one like this again. Well, then, of course, I have one in the war. You know, I'm like, you're trying to, you're still trying to do it. But it's just for show, I guess. Because when you put on a shawl, you lose all the, like, intricacies of the stitch work. Everybody just sees, like, oh, what color is it? Right? Like, you kind of see some texture. Like, when you're actually I mean, wearing like, it out and about. We're not all just walking around in broadcloth. Like, shirts. Like, yeah. That's the nature of clothes. Yeah, right. But that's why I feel like maybe that's like the closest thing that I would make that's like just beautiful, mm-hmm. even though like when you use it functional, it's. But not... I think like that's the same like push pull I have like with music is as far as like playing something and like recording it and putting it down to where like you're trying to like share this with someone or potentially showcase it. Just, you know, in front of people mm-hmm. that once again, it's like either you're going to be judged by your skill or people are not going to appreciate it because maybe they don't hear the beauty or it's too simple or whatever. I think that's a struggle that I have trying to put something down because it's because it is essentially it's a piece of you mm-hmm. that you're yeah, putting like out recording. There. We've recorded ourselves like singing and I won't let him put it out there in the world. Cause I'm like, no, people are going to think that I think I can sing good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I, it's just a demo. It's a demo, you know, like mm-hmm. it's an example of how this song can go when somebody good sings it, you know, like, so and I, he's like, can I, I can please see kind of weird. It's like, well, I don't, I don't about confidence. Right. Right. Like trying to say, okay, this is, I think this is beautiful. Well, when you make something functional, you're like, oh, I don't know if it's not beautiful. You can still use it. Right. You know, yeah. but like. I mean, no one can question you. Why did you make that? Right. Because <laughs> you're like, it's obvious. It has a use. It's right. Like right. whether yeah. you base, find it beautiful or not, a, yeah. art has to stand on its own. Right. Yeah. Mm, and okay. it has to stand up to other people's inspection. So like when I think about creating a film, I'm like, that's why I'm making it. That's what I want to do. I want to make this and I want you to see all the hard work that I went into it and all of the expertise. And I want to be able to talk to you and say, hey, do you see the way I shot that? Do you see? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I want to do when I create the film. But I haven't yet. But it's not because of lack of confidence. Like I said, it's like <laughs> lack of time because I have tons of honor and confidence again. Yeah. But like, yeah, art has to stand on its own. And that's that's kind of what makes it art is like you're sharing that with other people to be appreciated. And that's its only purpose. Yeah. Now you have me thinking about making something just for the beauty of making it. I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to explore that further. Yeah, because I think if I, what would I make if I just wanted to make something beautiful? Mm -hmm. What would I make? Like a tapestry. Right? Or Or a weaving. Yeah. Whatever the knitting version of that is. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like. A doll. You'd have to knit one of those dolls. I'd have to knit a doll. And you hate dolls. I think it has, uh, now I I understand why you're saying, because now I'm saying, now I think it has to do with confidence. Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I confident enough in myself and who I am to let those things be put out there? To yeah. say, hey, I made this because I think it's beautiful. Because right. I, I wrote these words or I sang this song or See, but like, I made it can this still, film. It like, can still be art without other people seeing it. Like, that's why I like, I delete the music. Like, I mean, because. Yeah, but isn't art 
meant to be but you're still enjoyed not and appreciated. Really. It's meant to be created. If but you enjoy you're and appreciate it, it, you don't need anyone yeah. else to enjoy yeah. and appreciate it. And if you don't want that input, I mean, literally, you can just keep it to yourself. Yeah, but I guess yeah. that's why you know you get you get you know certain you know musical artists they put stuff out there. And you're just thinking, what in the world is this, right? You just. But I mean, most of the time you do it, that, right? you grow to appreciate what they did. Like you have to grow, like the artist. There's do. always somebody out there. Yeah, there's always somebody out there. Out. And, I mean, and there's, like, that, there's somebody for everything. <laughs> and the artists who are putting their music out there are already ignoring those people because they don't know what they're talking about, essentially. So like, you can preempt that by deleting it, or you can just get over it and share it. <laughs> okay, so we need to get over it. Get over it. <laughs> What? Because who is it for? Yourself or for somebody else? See, like, the, I feel like it's both. It's, it's for no one, though. <laughs> it's, oh, that's, that's really hard. But I feel, too, like, nowadays, like, especially, like, on, like, on the media side, like, it's almost, like, it's almost, like, disposable on its own. Because you put it out there, and well, it lasts for a while. Well, you think it gets lost in a sea, but it is going to, I mean, yeah, someone's going to find it, and they're going to enjoy it, you know? That's just the nature of things. Someone's going to find it and hate it, and someone's going to find it and enjoy it. And can be like, oh, I wish that person had put up more music. Just like I'm sure everyone has done in their life, they found that one band or that one song that they really enjoy, and there's no more of it. (laughs) Right. And you're kind of like wondering why. It's because that artist is just like done. They've moved on, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't mind when somebody um, buys something or says that they like something. That I've done, um, like as a pity, like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm okay with that. Who's you know, like your stuff? Well, like you know, like if you put something out and you know your aunt is the first person to be like, "This is so great," or "I'm gonna buy that from you," or <laughs> you know, somebody, you know, a grandma or a person who's like, "I just appreciate your aunts must be that nicer you're trying, than I. You know, like I, you know, I, I, yeah, my my aunts like have bought like bought some yarn that I, you know, dyed like the first you know yarn that I dyed, and they were like, "Yes, we're gonna buy." I don't know if they ever used it. I never saw a finished topic or whatever but i was like i don't care that's fine with me i got whatever validation i was seeking you know (laughs) they said nice things to me i mean i guess it doesn't really take much to like make you feel good i mean think about it when we're at the craft shows and if even if somebody doesn't buy something but they say wow this is really good work this is beautiful work or you're really talented or whatever right that compliment we're like thank you thank you right okay being here is worth it and if somebody comes in and they're like, eh, eh, you know, then we just like crash, right? Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't take a lot. No. For someone. Either to, way, to it doesn't either take, way, a it lot. take a lot. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I feel like now with social media and everybody either bashing, <clears throat> well, they actually people both bash and love what you do. I mean, you get like all these hearts, but then you get like angry faces, right? On every post. Like Who's every angry post. Facing well, not your like stuff? no, not like mine, but I, you look at other people's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And half the people are angry facing it and half the people are loving it. And you're like, okay, it doesn't matter what you do, you could be the most, you know, popular whatever, and somebody's gonna whatever. This is so over, you know, <laughs> whatever. You you know what I mean? Like, I just think that Man, people are gonna love it and hate it. So you might as well harsh. just do it. <laughs> My my knitters, knitters oh, are knitters harsh. Are, well, yes, that's true. Now they are. <laughs> now they are. They used to be nicer. <laughs> now so things are getting real. <laughs> well, I think because of social media, because before you only had whatever yarns came in, and whatever you know, if you traveled, then you saw something new, and you had to bring it back with you. But now everyone's like, oh, I've seen everything. This is nothing new. This is blah, blah, blah. You're copying mm-hmm. that person. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they just, it's, it's a little bit, it's too much. It's too much. So let's put more of it out there. <laughs> what has character and personality? If you describe yourself using only the materials you create with, how would you do it? Like if you could be any wood grain. <laughs> What would you be? I would be a down branch. <laughs> oh, that's one nice. of the storms. One of the storm branches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfinished cool. potential. Splintery. <laughs> Sam. But then created to be something amazing. 
the, I mean, Potential. those faces are amazing. Yeah. They're that you beautiful. Make. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, from those branches. I have to see the pictures like, now. I haven't seen uh, them. Yeah, you got, you'll see the pictures. Yeah. Like, yeah, those are those are so cool, and it just shows the the potential, but the beauty that's already inside of there. Because you didn't add anything to it, right? It's not like you you just revealed its inherent beauty. Ah, that is deep, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> even sometimes, right? You look at a down branch, like, and it's you know, you're you're walking somewhere, you see it down, and it's just like that's a beautiful thing. Like even when we walk. Like the beach, right? Mm-hmm. We brought pieces of wood, driftwood. Yeah. yeah. And you just look at it and you're like, that's beautiful. I just like it. It's yeah. coming home with me. Were you asking me what kind of grain I would be too? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know enough about wood grain to I don't know, know enough about wood grain. What but... is a softwood or a hardwood or. How about you tell us? What would we be? <laughs> what would we be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Well,. <laughs> mm. I'm not gonna get offended, but like, just, just, just I don't think I out. know enough about wood to offend somebody okay. with my. <laughs> You're a pine. No, I wouldn't call anyone a pine. That's me. <laughs> See, <laughs> I was gonna try and call you pine, but shoot me on the get yeah. it. <laughs> pine is sappy. Pine, pine oh. is sappy. He's sap. Are you sappy? Yeah. Okay, well then you might be pine. <laughs> um, yeah, soft, right? It's a soft wood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm softy. Yeah. Okay. He's a crier. I'm a crier. Oh well, pine is weepy, so. Yeah, I'm a pine. All right, you're pine. Boom. <laughs> weepy sappy Sam. In the best way. In the <laughs> best sappy, way. Piney, my initials spell sap. Yes. Okay. S A P. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Well then, there you are. It was meant to be. I'm an evergreen pine. You're good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good with that. Okay. I'm going to own that. It's just not good for like wood turning. No, it's okay. terrible for Yeah, because you can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You're but it's beautiful on its own, hun. I'm a you Christmas tree. Just stay a tree. Yes. I'm a Christmas tree. Stay a tree. Yeah. Isn't that like a fir? A pine. There's. There's different pine trees. Well, pine, pine needles. Like Christmas trees don't have pine needles. Christmas trees aren't pine. I don't know. Our fake one came with a bunch of pine cones. <laughs> well, your fake Maybe tree was not made of wood. Well, no, I know. <laughs> True. I'm saying True. I think they were replicating a pine tree. I don't know. I don't think so. But they just... Okay. So, how about Esther? You're a curly maple. A curly maple? Does that have anything to do with my hair? Is that, like a... <laughs> that is all I got. That's curly all maple. I got. Let's see, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up a curly maple. It's kind of iridescent. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Curly. It's better than sappy. Curly yeah. maple. It's better than sappy. Really when I started typing curly and then the letter M, I got curly mullet, curly mohawk, and then curly maple. Okay. There you go. They make. Great. They use curly maple to make drums. And also. Um, oh wait! I was. Um, I was violas. doing question in school. Yeah. Uh, we. <laughs> It's in a, like flamed maple. Is that a curly maple? Like uh, when it has like the iridescent. Yeah. yeah. My viola has a flame maple back. They call mm-hmm. it flame maple. Oh, that's cool. That's, yeah. Curly maple tree. There you go. You're welcome. Also like burled maple. Is that the same thing? Well, a burl is like the ugly knot that you see on the outside of a tree. Yeah. Um, But it's beautiful inside. Yeah. Right. Cool. So. Yeah. How about Dave? What would Dave be? Mr. Confidence over there. <laughs> Oozing with confidence. Let's see. Uh, call you a good old walnut. <laughs> walnut. All right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got their tree personality. Everyone's got their tree personality. Yes. We put these on. Uh, we put these on the Facebook page. Yeah. Pine, curly maple. With little samples. Of and a little walnuts. sample. Yeah. <laughs> well, Melania, um, do you have any words of encouragement for somebody who might be struggling today? Mental health wise or just creative wise, um, what would you say to somebody? Uh, just keep going. You just got to keep going. In the words of Wilson Phillips, hold on for one more day. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like Wilson Phillips. Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't know who Wilson Phillips is. They should uh, be hold on. Oh, one, one more day. day. Gotta hold on. No? No. Oh, 
So there. Um, Sounds good though. Right? What's her Sounds name? Good. Is it like sentiment? Car. Carly. Carly. Right. Yes. Yeah. And she's the daughter to one of the Beach Boys. I think so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 90s band. Good harmony, huh? I know Beach okay. Boys. Okay. No, no, no. Nineties, like. No, Wilson, Wilson Phillips. Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The Beach Boys were not nineties. I know. I was like, I know who the Beach Boys. I don't know. Yeah, nineties Beach Boys. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know what <laughs> you were trying to say. No, oh, Wilson Phillips. Okay. It sounds like it could be a man, like introducing Wilson. You Phillips. would totally recognize it if you heard it. I'm sure. That's like their one hit, huh? Yeah. We sang it really well. I don't know why he didn't get it. <laughs> Thank you so awesome. much for coming and chatting with us and having some coffee. Thanks for having me, and that was good coffee. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of us thought so. For some of us, for some of us, I, I went and brewed some Starbucks Costa Rica coffee <laughs> for myself. That's so I sad. I did not like that. <laughs> I know. I let you down. I'm gonna try a different like. Uh, try the blue one. Flavor. I forgot what the blue one's called. I have a picture of it. The blue one's really good. You would like it. <laughs> Alright. Awesome. Go team. That was good. Go team. And we're done.